Welcome to the Badger Politic. I'm Scott Stearns. Hi, Paul Sickle. Good to talk to you, Scott. Hey, how's it going? Well, I guess well or not so well, depending on what you how you like to read the Wisconsin polls or the all the all the polls and various economic indicators. So Biden had his summer of, late summer of success. Um, I think the January 6th hearings helped, but also passing just a lot of really useful legislation was sure. excellent. We started to see Democrats do a lot better in the polls in September. And it's amazing we, what getting the work done will do for you. Right. Now, unfortunately, the, the big money's hit, and the progress is definitely uh, stalled we, out. We, we are in the thick of the campaign. It's, it is October, mm-hmm. less than a month away from Election Day at this point for the midterms, and things are tightening here in Wisconsin, at least according to the latest Marquette poll yeah. numbers. Yeah. Um, you know, not we, so much the governor's race, actually. There's not well, a lot of movement I mean, that, that did tighten as well, but it's it, not Not actually, if you looked at it, it's interesting. There was a little bit of trickery, because if you looked at very likely to vote, mm-hmm. people self-assessed very likely voters, and certain to vote, it was still the exact same, 47-44. It was only people who said well, they were certain that it tightened with, but... I'm not sure if you control metric to metric that there's any difference. Well, let's get into the numbers before we mm-hmm. uh, kind of describe what's going on. But, uh, yeah, the new Marquette poll numbers released today. At this stage in the race, you're looking at likely voters, typically, historically. Now, polling's been challenged in recent history. So. Yeah, I'm not sure the likely voters model matters that much. Uh, well, but the, that's, again, that's historically what you would look at with less than a month out. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. I'm not because you can go back to years before, for instance, the likely voter model showed four years ago Walker with a slight edge over Evers. I'm going back even further than that, though. Like the polling, the polling challenges started when Trump got elected. That's when the polling kind of blew up. But the likely voters weren't any better then. My point is the likely voter screen is usually very arbitrary and is questionable whether or not it's cutting the right people out of the sample. I think registered voting polls probably at this point are probably just as right as a likely voter poll is. And that was the case in 2018. Let's hope, just given what we came back Mm -hmm. with today. So Marquette Law School poll came out, and the race for U.S. Senate here in Wisconsin, uh, the numbers have gotten worse amongst likely voters um, in that race, if your if your view is that you want Ron Johnson to be fired, so much worse. Ron on Johnson that one, is on that currently count. supported fifty two percent to forty six percent against Mandela Barnes uh, amongst likely voters, uh, and then you know in September it was forty nine forty eight, so much tighter race at that point. So if that is to be believed, then. You know, it really is that the the way that he's been hammered on crime, like they're doing around the country, Republicans, that's their strategy right now, is just hammer Democrats on crime because they don't want to talk about abortion. They don't want to talk about all the other issues that Democrats want to talk about. Crime right? and inflation, too. Inflation, of course. The governor's race, too. Evers has uh, 47%, 46% uh, for Michaels. Mm-hmm. Uh, September, that was 47 44 so that race is tightened as well, but you know, still Evers ahead. But you know, we're talking about plus or minus almost five points 
Right. It's for the margin of error. So 4.8%, I believe, is what it is. Registered voters, a um, little bit better numbers. So amongst all registered voters, Evers is up 46-41. In the Senate race, it's tied, 47-47. That's a pretty big difference. It is. It's a big difference. And so what that tells you is that it's, as, as we've been hammered about for years now, it's all about turnout, right? So, right. <clears throat> so the unlikely voter, <laughs> hopefully... It's the one that turns um, out. Yeah, I think I think so. If you go back and look at the Marquette polls in previous years, I'm, I, I'm not looking at it right now, but I do think that it in 2018, I do remember this, that their likely voter model was too pessimistic. Their more like open model showed a tie for the governor's race. The likely voter model showed a Walker lead of three or four points. Right. And as we remember, Evers won by one. Even the registered voter count wasn't that positive. Some of the other polls I've seen, and if you averaged it out, have had... I mean, every they, everybody picked up a decline for Barnes. But one that's quite down to a six-point spread, I haven't... If anything, I like the feeling I was getting was that it was starting to level off a little bit. Like okay. he had kind of gone maybe down to four or five, maybe six points behind, and now he was well, back to within two or three. And a lot of this, I think, was taken probably before the debate occurred. That's possible, yeah, I mean, quite a and, bit. Yeah. I don't know how much that's going to have an impact. I think the debate Thursday is probably going to be a bigger impact because it's, it's airing on Channel mm-hmm. 4 as opposed to the local PBS well, station. So it, also, the reach should be more. Marquette's poll had 50-50 women to men. Mm-hmm. Normally, it's about fifty-two or fifty-three percent women. Yeah, so this and you is don't know, suggesting you don't know what it's going to be this year either. But that's, right. That's, well, no, that's if, the big unknown. I know, but if you were to take Marquette's likely voter at face mm-hmm. value, it would suggest that women are Half. less likely to, which is a smaller proportion than in previous years. Yeah. So women are maybe not going to vote as much this year. It just, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense given what we know right. following the Roe v. Wade. Given the I mean, unless decision. people are like so disgusted maybe about well, politics he, that they're just not going to because they've been let down. I other, don't know. The other thing that stands out is in the Marquette poll, if you look into the cross tabs, voters ages 18 to 29, they've got Barnes losing 46% to 48% for Johnson. So, that's I mean, not, That's it, not possible. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Barnes is <laughs> I mean, not like, losing among younger voters. No, no. I mean, if anything, he's losing amongst our generation, which right. we know. He's, he's, the Gen yeah, X. Yeah, 40, the, male, the male Gen X generation. Right, yeah, yeah. But not, we know uh, that, but yeah, 18 yeah, to 29-year-olds, really? We think Barnes is However, that, 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 Well, no, the, the cautionary note here is that that is a very small sample. So the statistical error there is just really And high. it may be corrected by other demographics being skewed as well exactly so, exactly yeah, which take, is take that for what it's well worth. i've been looking at the geographic thing and i was looking at the governor's race which is a little more optimistic anyway mm-hmm. and maybe more important if you care about democracy because at least the governor can uh you know serve as a goalie as you said this week to, to right well it could prevent them from putting scoring. installing trump as uh president yes. basically michaels has said he will overturn the election results if Michaels wins this year, then basically, in a sense, the a Republicans stamp. have automatically won the presidency. Trump's won the presidency in Wisconsin next next cycle. Yeah, which might be enough just to put him over the top. That's pretty frightening. And there's um, a, so there's, I mean, there's a lot of other stuff in this poll. Obviously, you can, yeah. get, you can get into like what percentage of Republicans support their candidate and Democrats. I don't, I don't know. That's that's valuable at this stage. I mean, I think what we really need to be talking about is what needs to be done. You know, with less than four weeks to go. No. 
to to kind of. Well, I think what needs to be done is to shore up urban voters. Mm -hmm. Like on the governor's race, Ebers is underperforming in Madison in the Madison media market. He's underperforming the Milwaukee media market, including in the city of Milwaukee, by a pretty significant amount. Meanwhile, he's overperforming by a huge amount. like northwest in northwestern Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. He's up 8 points in north and western Wisconsin. He should probably by all rights lose that by at least 10, maybe 15 or 20. And still have a chance to win even if he lost by 15 or 20. Yeah. I mean if he loses that area by 10, he should have the whole race sewn up easily. Mm-hmm. If, it, if it's only a 10 point deficit in those areas. So maybe he is performing that well. It's possible because Michaels hasn't been on TV out there. Mm. They've been trying to save, but I think Michaels considers that their base, and they will probably flood it with Just TV late. Yeah, the question is: Will Evers be able to start performing better in the city of Milwaukee and in Dane County, where these cross tabs suggest he's really underperforming pretty badly? Mm-hmm. And I can't understand how. Like, how many people in Dane County want to vote for Tim Michaels? Like, I, it, like that's pretty shocking. Well, you would expect again. In a year like we've had, when we've had the Dobbs decision come down, when you talk about a city like Madison and an mm. area like Dane County, I mean, how, like, how would you not expect turnout to be through the roof? Yeah, it, it does also include, like, Rock County, so maybe Rock County is going to be bad. But I will say this, actually, going around town, like where we are in Milwaukee, this is a Democratic area, like, voted 80% with record turnout, or over 80 for Biden in the last cycle. Mm-hmm. And there is nary a yard sign or a bumper sticker or anything around here. Oh, I see plenty. You, I mean, uh, I don't I mean, know how just, it compares to previous. I mean, it looked yeah. like just driving through tonight, like I think I saw as many Tim Michael signs as I saw Tony mm-hmm. Eber sign. Maybe this expectation that like liberals, younger liberals, women, um, Students, students that, yeah. that, that, that they're going to vote. Maybe this expectation is false. I mean, maybe well, no. maybe people are just not going to vote. Well, maybe no, they're so see. disgusted by politics. Yeah. That's that's the part I'm, I'm concerned there's, about. There's the apathy. But if they don't vote, then talk. all these numbers would be correct, well, including those correct. Barnes numbers. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the thing. Like it's possible that you, you know you don't hear a lot of people. I mean, granted, I'm not that young anymore, but like I, my sense is that people in their 20s aren't really talking politics that much anymore. And maybe well, it's they're just so dis- right. But, right. I mean, but so, I, so if I they all stay home, then in, then these these polls might be right. But I mean, the, that's all if, I'm if you're to. talking about something as as simple and unscientific as what percentage of lawn signs are in our neighborhood for a particular candidate, right? That's Political, unscientific. I, I know, but the it poll is. cross tabs. But, Three poll cross tabs, Madison, Milwaukee, and young people all pointing in the same direction, mm-hmm. and less enthusiasm not, among women. I'm not dis- I mean, that, that, yeah. that, that, that's four poll cross tabs. I, I, get, like, I get what you're saying. All and I'm pointing not dis- in the same I'm direction. I'm not dismissing it outright. What I will say, though, is that I, I'm trying to be cognizant of the political atmosphere that we are currently existing in. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people that have very strong views, but they're not necessarily loud about it. Because we all know how heated things have gotten, and there has been well, political violence be in recent times, and there may be people that are a little more wary about putting a lawn sign in their yard or putting a bumper sticker on their car because they don't know what kind of asshole they're going to run into when they're out and about. So and a dealing lot with of their neighbors and, 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 and people at the, the local corner store. A lot of the best communicators and researchers I've heard from have all, have routinely said things like. It's really important, actually, to get your base loud and repeating a message 
Well, the job of a good message is to be repeatable. You want your sure. bass loud and repeating the message because the people that repeat the message most often get heard the most by people in the middle. By the persuadables. The persuadables actually hear whoever is loudest. So if our side isn't loudest because they're afraid of intimidation, then the fascists are winning. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hate to say it, but then we may be in for a real rude awakening. Yeah. Like, we could see really low turnout, say, on the east side, and Bayview, sure. and in Madison. And if that happens, we're done. Right. Yeah. And I don't want to spend too much time talking about law and science, because it is unscientific, and it's not indicative. But the idea but. that women are less likely to vote in this cycle, according to the market According to the poll. poll. Right. I, the I, idea I, that I take Milwaukee, issue with that, and I find Milwaukee that... Milwaukee City I is dramatically moving to the right. The Milwaukee Metro is dramatically moving to the right. The Madison area is dramatically moving to the right. The only thing that's keeping neighbors in this race it's is the outstate area <laughs> where Michaels is in Counterintuitive. So, I mean, well, that's what this poll says. Yeah, yeah. So, women aren't going to vote, and people in Madison, Milwaukee aren't going to vote. No, they're going to vote but, for Michaels. Or, or they're moving <laughs> or a little bit Johnson. to the right. But these and more that, so than they that, have recently. Some rural people are coming back to the Democrats. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I don't know. That's a, that's a story that I don't think we've heard. I, I hope, I, I think most, oh, and that young people aren't going to are going to vote for Michaels and Ron Johnson. Yes. Well, no, I think they were still for Evers, but they were, oh, they they were, were, they were for, for Ron they, But they were for Ron Johnson. I mean. They were Johnson Evers voters. So it's one poll. Yeah, yeah. But it's several data points that all point well, in a direction of perhaps reduced turnout think, among people that, we're, that think we reason, think are going to vote. The reason we're spending so much time on it, and I think others are as well, is that Marquette poll has done much better than others in recent years. Right. It is, you know, considered the gold standard mm. um, for Wisconsin polling. But that's not to say it's without fault. Obviously, in recent years, are you talking back to 2016, 2020, when Trump voters were underestimated in the polls, and the, the election ended up being closer than anticipated? Does that mean that polling organizations like Marquette have maybe swung it back in the other direction to try to maybe maybe they they may be overcorrected, maybe overcorrected, oversampled certain types mm-hmm. of voters? That's possible, but we don't know, and we have to just operate under the auspice of yeah, this it is looks, accurate and we have to recalibrate. It looks like they have a clear oversample of conservative voters. Mm-hmm. That seemed to be the case. And the interesting thing was when you showed all registered voters, the numbers were much more favorable for the Democrats and a lot of these trends that we're talking about weren't there. So maybe we're just looking at small sample sizes yeah. and as, as we're saying looking too much into it. I mean that's hope. Barnes and Evers need to close the deal. We haven't even gone down take it. We haven't talked about Attorney General. We haven't talked about Treasurer. But I think Evers has done a good job of, of saying about how he's been a good caretaker of the state. He's uh, obviously vetoed a number of bills that aren't popular in this state which I think is a popular thing for him to say, to make people realize what he's done to prevent more bad stuff from occurring in a state that's been dominated by Republican politics in recent years. So I think right. that what that yeah, says is right. that Barnes also needs to go on offense. I think, I think he spent way too much time on defense. Coming out of the primary, I don't know that he was as aggressive as he needed to be to counter the attacks that obviously no, were already wasn't. in the can for the Johnson campaign to hammer him on crime, like they're hammering every Democrat around the country on. Barnes needs to go on offense, and, and then he needs to go on offense about abortion. That, needs, that is an issue that 
Johnson has an unpopular position on. Mm-hmm. And if you care about that, and if you care about the Dobbs decision, you need to get out and vote. That can't be everything. Obviously, there's other stuff. There's climate change. There's the Jan 6 stuff. Every time they want to talk about how Democrats are, you know, spending too much money, like hammer them on the fact that they passed the biggest tax cut in history, and most of which went to the richest people in this country, because they, and which also blew a hole in the in the national debt, which they they always want to blame Democrats for. No, which they had a the huge part in down now right. by a lot under right. Biden. They like to talk about how they want to be the uh, caretakers of the of the federal appropriations, and they're the ones that blew it up. When they control so all Biden and the Democrats have started to message better on the economy. Mm-hmm. They're still running into some headwinds, but they're certainly making some cases about it's still the best unemployment rate in 50 years, just like it's the worst inflation in 40 years. It's still the best unemployment in 50 years. Inflation does appear to have the trend line is something is leveling off. Mm-hmm. It's not the gas thing is going up and down. I wonder if. Some of the problems we're having globally have to do with them trying to manipulate the American elections a little bit, Mm. like especially the OPEC production cut may very well be about manipulating the American elections. Right. So I think we do have some real headwinds, but we also have messages that do work. And I think we've seen that. Yeah. I mean, and we didn't even get into Social Security and Medicare. Mm -hmm. And the comments that Ron Johnson has made about that, how he wants it to be annually reviewed, not permanent spending, essentially. I get you want to have oversight. You want to make sure there's not waste. Everybody understands that. Mm-hmm. But to have these things reviewed annually and subject to cuts for something that people have paid into specifically out of their paychecks. This is a line item on everybody's paycheck that they're paying into to say that they may not be entitled to those things when they retire right. is not a popular position. And Johnson needs to be hammered on. Right. So, I mean, we focused on Wisconsin today, but obviously there's a lot going on across the country. You talk about Pennsylvania, you talk about Arizona, you talk about New Hampshire. I mean, there's there's a lot going on that we could spend a ton of time We should do this about. one more time before the election Definitely. try to get a set of predictions. In. I think so. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic we'll hold the Senate with or without the Barnes I think win. that's the, um, uh, yeah, I would, I would agree I feel with cautiously you. optimistic. I think that the House is going to, I think the House could still be very close. Uh, well, I believe it. I don't believe it, but uh, history, I don't think, uh, speaks well to that. Biden has to keep his approval ratings at a reasonable level to give us a shot. So yeah. that's really it. All right, that's folks. It. All right, we'll talk again soon. Yeah, with that, make sure to vote, because the one thing we saw is in the polls, if everybody votes, we're probably in decent shape. There you go. Forward. Forward. <laughs>